Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Our top local survey investigators are now in South Suburban Dalton, piecing together what led police to shoot and kill a man early this morning. WBBM's Carolina Garibay with the latest. The shooting happened after a woman called police in reference to a man who she had an order of protection against. Police say they found an armed man in a car along the 600 block of 144th Place, just east of MLK Drive. The police department says officers shot the man after making several attempts to get him to drop or surrender the weapon, which was recovered at the scene. Illinois State Police are now investigating Investigating. Carolina Garibay, 105.9 WBBM. Chicago police say they are taking extra safety steps this weekend to avoid a repeat of what officials call reckless, disruptive, and violent behavior in the downtown area last weekend. Alderman Brian Hopkins says the downtown mayhem is embarrassing for Chicago on the world stage. It, it hurts our reputation. Uh, it hurts our image internationally. It affects tourism. It affects potential convention business. You know, there's a lot of concern about what's going to happen during the Democratic National Convention and Fortunately, we have time to prepare for that, um, you know, but it's, uh, it's an embarrassing situation to have Chicago be uh, discussed in these terms, and we have to fix this. The police say more patrols, bag checks at beach entry points, and curfews for minors in Millennium Park are all part of their safety strategy this weekend. And leaders in Chicago's black community detail, WBBM's political editor Craig Dullamore, the city government could do a better job preventing that violence in the first place. G2 Brown, the Chicago-based national director of the Journey for Justice Alliance, says his group's putting on some three dozen town meetings around the country this weekend to address quality of life issues in black communities, and confronting youth violence is one of them. There has to be a, a, a real effort to begin to talk to and listen to young people to understand what the real issues are and how can we start keeping our community safe? But Asada Lewis with the organization Good Kids Mad City says we must go beyond just listening to young people. We need to bring young people to the table and give them positions of power, right? That means that they need to be actively part of the decision-making. They need to be actively part of the policies that are being made. Her group's been trying to pass a so-called peace book ordinance for a few years now. We talk about youth, violence, and equity on our At Issue program this weekend, and you can hear more Sunday at 9.30 a.m. and 9.30 p.m. At City Hall, Craig Delamore, 105.9 WBBM. Well, in a show of support for teachers set to be involuntarily transferred, about 200 students at St. Charles North High School staged a walkout this morning. District 303 leaders have proposed plans to move nine teachers across five schools once the academic year concludes, claiming the changes would bring consistent student-to-teacher ratios at all schools and help long-term financial stability. The Kane County Chronicle reports students stood outside the school for an entire class period today chanting, Save Our Teachers. Friends of a teacher seriously hurt in a hit-and-run crash have launched an online drive to raise money for a recovery. At the last check, have collected about $10,000. The goal of the GoFundMe is to raise $25,000 for Fanar Hana, who is still recovering at a local hospital after she was hit by a car the first week of April while she was walking to work. The GoFundMe has been organized by Hana's co-worker at the Kids Academy Early Childhood Center in Jefferson Park. The co-worker writes that Hana has now undergone arm and leg operations as she's suffered some broken bones in the hit and run, along with some head trauma and bleeding. 
Physical therapy will be necessary when she's released from the hospital, and doctors say that it could be months before Hana can return to work. The GoFundMe for Fanar Hana can be found on the WBBM website, and all donations for medical bills go directly to her checking account. Brandon Eisen, 105.9 WBBM. Organ tissue donors and their families honored today at an event in the western suburbs. Dr. Julie Fitzgerald of Loyola Hospital was among the dozens on hand as they raised the gift of hope flag outside the Loyola University Medical Center on First Avenue in Maywood. She calls herself a witness to the miracle of organ donation. A witness to how that gift creates a path through grief and a light to those who are waiting. Tim Kerrigan is the chief nursing officer at Loyola. He says the transplant process involves a true family of giving. All of those who impact the care of transplant patients, including families, recipients, donors, and those that do the work to make this possible. Jennifer Horde's son, Austin, became an organ donor when he died in a crash. He was 22. I have heard from one recipient. He received one of Austin's kidneys. He has a new lease on life. It's estimated that more than 100,000 people in the United States are on the waiting list for a life-saving organ, including nearly 4,000 in Illinois. Terry Keschner, 105.9 WBBM. The streets of downtown Chicago were full of angry residents 168 years ago today in what became known as the Lager Beer Riot. WBBM's Nancy Hardy reports. Outraged by the city raising the liquor license fee for taverns and saloons from 50 to $300, historian and author Richard Lindbergh says German and Irish immigrants protested outside Chicago's courthouse. They were carrying fouling pieces, which was a kind of a blunderbuss of a gun, truncheons, hammers, meat cleavers, and all kinds of crude homemade weapons. He says one police officer died in the riot that pitted newcomers against nativist mayor Levi Boone and his know-nothing party, a dynamic Lindbergh says has not gone away. We're seeing it today uh, with uh, opposition to uh, immigration along the southern border. Uh, It's just a variation of a very old story. He's writing a new book which discusses more of Chicago's history with liquor and vice districts that's slated for publication next year. Nancy Hardy, 105.9 WBBM. Former Republican candidate for Illinois governor appears to be considering another political run. Politico reports Darren Bailey recently met with former President Trump at his Mar-a-Lago resort to discuss running for Congress against Republican incumbent Mike Bost in the 12th district downstate. The former president publicly endorsed Bailey in the race against J.B. Pritzker, though he has also backed Bost in the past. Federal prosecutors in southern Indiana are talking today about the takedown of a four-person gun trafficking crew. The four allegedly conspired last year to steal 200 guns from an interstate shipping company that they worked for in Indianapolis. U.S. Attorney Zachary Meyer says the suspects looked at the shipments as soft targets. Over the course of months, these stolen guns disappeared from the stream of commerce and were pumped into our communities and into the hands of people who had no business having them. Agents have recovered less than 40 of the weapons. Two of the suspects are being detained. A third is on GPS monitoring. The fourth, a 21-year-old man from Indianapolis, is still on the run. There's a push in Springfield to expand services and resources for victims of crime. Members of Crime Survivors for Safety and Justice staged a rally in the Capitol Rotunda yesterday. State Senator L.G. Sims of Chicago joined them. It's not one program. It's making sure we invest in eradicating those circumstances which create disinvestment in communities. The communities that are most prosperous don't have the most police officers, they have the most resources. Sim says he speaks from experience. Another driver pointed a gun at him in Springfield several years ago. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.